You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dad's After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dad's After Show. Your hands in the air. If he's a true player. Yeah, Big Papa. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing a recap of the pilot, episode one, season one of Dad's. Oh, baby. Yeah. We just thought this song was appropriate, and it is. It's Dad's. We're talking about Dad's. And Papa's. And Papa's. I am your host, Lauren Leonelli, and with me we have... What's up? I am Kevin John, her and co-host. I, and I am Jennifer Golden, her other co-host. That's right. Trying to cross my legs under this table. There we go. Um, so, this is the pilot episode of Dad's. Um, Seth MacFarlane show has a lot of buzz around it because Seth MacFarlane first multicam sitcom. We've seen him, what he did a... Uh, um, Family Guy and what was the other one? Uh, American Dad. American Dad. Cleveland was Cleveland also the was Cleveland show. Season? Yeah, but anyway, so you know we've seen him be crude and crass with cartoons. We also saw now, Ted. 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 Well, that's a feature film. Huge hit. And he uh, hosted the Oscars. He hosted the Oscars. So he's kind of an all-around type guy. Call me if you're single. Um, no, I like Seth MacFarlane. I love his humor. That's why I was so excited about the show. And the pilot was funny. They pushed the envelope. Fox really went for it. And I thought it was pretty good. Um, what'd you guys think overall? You know, I, I think that if you are a Seth MacFarlane fan, and like you said, into that kind of humor, then watching this show, you're signing up for exactly what you want to get into. Right. He brought the crudeness. He brought the offensive humor. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he brought racial humor. Mm-hmm. He pretty much any and everything that is indicative of his personality yeah. was seen in the show. So um, I think he hit it on every point with okay. what he was trying to, you know, portray. Jen? I personally love Seth MacFarlane. Mm-hmm. That's why I was psyched to do this show. And I love comedy. So I was interested to see how this would play out, you know, not as like a family guy kind of thing right. or as a little crude bear. But you sort of expect that, you know, mm-hmm. if he's going to do a show, it's going to push the envelope. I right. personally live for stereotypes because there's always truth in stereotypes. Agreed. And they are funny. I don't care if they're offensive. Don't watch the show if it's not for you. Don't watch it and then say, oh, it's so offensive. You watched a Seth MacFarlane show. Exactly. And it's perfect home on Fox. It could not survive on exactly. NBC or ABC. No way. FX maybe, but. Totally FX. But I feel. I, oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, go. You were finishing your thought. I, I was going to say the pilot episode. I definitely felt like was a pilot episode. Mm-hmm. It almost felt like a long sketch on SNL, maybe. Right. Or like an old throwback the, to sitcoms. The scenes 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, multicam sitcoms, I mean, it's been a while since I've really liked one, like Friends and, right. and stuff like that. And I feel like, you know, there there's a single cam coming up. There's lots of reality TV. I think that they're not a dying breed, but, you know, it's coming back full force with, like, the very specific multicam, the way it's written and the way it's shot and everything. Um, the scenes, speaking of the SNL, you're saying, like, a long SNL sketch. I think that's right. The scenes felt really short to me. Like, which is fine. It wasn't bad or good. I just noticed that. I felt that they were really short. Like, we're going to give you a little taste here and a little taste there. But that, I think, like you said, is very indicative of a pilot. It's very expository. We're trying to tell you guys where these characters are coming from, how they're related, backstory. So it did feel like a pilot to me, but there were pretty, there were some pretty funny zingers in there. Oh, definitely. I did find it a little bit annoying, and I, I think it just comes with the territory of a pilot, that there was, like, so much explanation it was, like, over-explaining the dads. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I did like was when, like, how you were saying there were zingers, when they were, like, having a dad off. Yes. <laughs> or, wait, what did they call it? They did. A dad oh, bad dad showdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, well, my dad does this. Mm-hmm. My dad does mm-hmm. this. And I love that because it was just really funny. And everyone's dads does some, something. Something the, like that. The kiss, the, the kiss on the lips is, like, really funny to me. And what keeps happening. Open, and, or soft kiss. Soft open kiss. Open oh, and they're always so... T- oh, Giovanni Rubisi looks like he was going to fu- cry. It was, I almost swore. He looks like he was going to cry when he got kissed going into the party. He was like, Giovanni Ribisi, I, you know, again, speaking of friends and shows, that's the last, isn't that the last TV show we've really seen him on like big time? Or am I missing? I think we're missing some years. No, TV, he he does movie. He's a movie actor. I don't remember him having, unless they're like guest spots or whatever, I don't remember him having like a long run. Yeah, no, I think he's been just guest spots on stuff. I mean, he, and I love watching him because he's always himself. But just like a little different, like whatever he comes into, whatever character he is. But there's always so much of his like, just his mannerisms and everything. And you can tell that's really just Giovanni. Like, I feel like that's just who he is. And that he's so quirky and funny. And I just love he's like pocket size. I literally want to take him, give him a hug and put him in my pocket. Seth Green could go in your other pocket. I know they both could. I love both of them together, and I think they're really funny together. And Seth MacFarlane can fit in the back pocket, I he think. Totally so totally I thought too. Seth MacFarlane yeah. was tall. Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. no, dude is, no. is, is short. Really? He's like, yeah, he's like Tom Cruise short. They're no all, way. He's just yes. larger than life is no. what it is, I think. They're all pretty short. Vanessa is not. Vanessa's a tall girl. She's like 5'7". And um, the boys are all short, including the fathers. And then Brenda Song, who plays uh, Veronica... Is like average height, so I feel like Vanessa's probably like the tallest one. Vanessa Lachey, she plays um, Camilla. Camilla. Sorry, oh, I love when it. they talk about her, and they, of course, stereotype her. They're like, one of the dads called her a maid, the, maid. the housekeeper. Yeah, because <laughs> like I'm his wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, just so you guys can get it straight, we've got Eli and Warner, who are friends. Eli is Seth Green's character. Giovanni is Warner. Martin Mull is Crawford, who is Warner's father. Peter Riegert is David, who is Seth Green's father. And then Brenda is the assistant, Brenda Song. And Vanessa Lachey is Camilla, who is uh, Warner's wife. And so this is kind of an introduction to all of them. We see how they're all relating. And um, we find out that the fathers are slowly coming back into these boys' lives. And and we get that they've been friends for a long time and they they know each other's fathers or they've met before. They And the fathers have also met. The fathers have also met. 
because they do talk about um, that. That scene was really funny. It was one of my favorite scenes, and I think you mentioned that, Kevin, while we were watching the scene with the check. Oh there. my goodness! Yeah. Yes, that was absolutely hysterical. They were trying to basically, you know, uh, I'll set it up. They were. The check had came to the table, and they were trying to determine who was going to pay for it. Which so. we had already been prefaced by Warner and Eli that yes. they always fight over the check. So we know this is coming, but to see it play out the way <laughs> right? they did. And it's funny, you know, most, most you know, um, should I say elderly fathers are usually one to fight to take the check. Oh, here, I got it. Don't worry about yeah. it. But with the, these two fathers, obviously, it's the polar opposite. They're mm-hmm. trying to pass it off. So anyways, they're sneezing on it to push it across the table. One guy pulls out his notebook and says, let me take a look at that. And it blows across the other side. And it was basically like a game of, um, air, what is that, air hockey yeah. when you're hitting the pot? Yeah. It was an air hockey game trying with to get the, the receipt back and forth. Yeah. You know what I like about sometimes about the way a multicam, some scenes are shot. It feels like it could be like a play, kind of. And that That's scene in particular like. felt like it could have. Yeah, I know it's multicam, so you're getting different angles and stuff. But sometimes, like I even remember, again, we're referen- or I'm referencing Friends a lot. But there was an episode of Friends where they played the um, the game uh, where they were doing like the lightning rounds and they were betting things, and the girls lost their apartment and right. had to move across the way. If any of you watched Friends, oh my god, obsessed. And that episode was literally. I felt like it just felt so much like you could put it on, you know, a stage and just act it out. Like all, you know, this could be done that way. That scene felt very not theatrical in the acting sense, but it felt like it could have been on a stage. And it's always fun to watch. I I bet you some of that stuff was improv. I mean, those are, you know. Peter Riegert and Martin Mull are seasoned actors. Uh, Peter Riegert got his break in um, Animal House. And Martin Mull's been, I mean, hello, Roseanne. He's been on, he's been in doing this forever. So I feel like those guys together, like, that was watching, like, these seasoned professional actors just have fun. I wonder and- if they said, like, okay, here's the goal. Don't take the check. Oh, yeah. I Go. Gar- I guarantee right. you. I guarantee you they <laughs> made that stuff What would you do up. not to get the check and, like, let them have free reign over oh, that? Oh, I guarantee you. And I know for sure, I was told by an inside source, that when the scene, I believe it was at the birthday, oh, no, I think they were at the office. It was the beginning of a scene, and Martin Mull's character said, well, I got the business deal when I realized that it was pronounced Shiite Muslim. And I think was that in the office or something? I feel like I'm not remembering where that scene was, but that, no, that was at that was at the, the party. It was at when the party. Said, yeah, that was like literally the director yelled action, and he made that up, like pulled it out of his pocket and just said it in front of the live audience. Like you that know, was off the cuff. I'd be curious to know, like, if we actually had the pilot script and read through it, and then watched the actual show. How big a difference you would see from what was in the script and what was actually, you know, oh. portrayed on TV? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm i sure there's a lot of funny, like we're saying, little zingers. That the writing team, they're the same writers from Ted or some of the same writers from Ted. So, you know, you're going to get that anyway. But plus, you've got these really funny actors that, you know, are great. And even like, for example, Vanessa Lachey, she is breaking into TV, the sitcom world, and she's normally you see her or you have in the past as a host. And she, but she is so good at thinking on her feet, I feel like. So that's what makes this improv happening, which I guarantee you there's a lot of it, is what's helping make the show mm-hmm. funny too, plus the funny writers, I think. 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> like you said, I think they just go out and say, okay, here's your objective for this scene. Right. How you get there is up to you, but just get there. Say the then, lines, right? throw something in if you want, but figure exactly. Like, right. Like, here's the point you have to get across. <laughs> like, the opening scene where um, Giovanni, Warner's dad is wearing a towel. Mm-hmm. And drops the towel. Oh, gosh. And he's like, well, now that you've seen it, I don't have to wear it anymore. Yeah. That was so funny to me so because funny. I would actually think that way. Oh, yeah. And like, I go, like, oh, well, cat's out of the right. bag. Exactly. Like, now it doesn't matter if I wear clothes because it's here. Right. But um, there was a lot of funny moments like that where I wonder if, like, it said drop your towel or if he was just like, yeah, and then let it go. Right. Who knows? It was. It, well, I don't know if that had to be improvised because I would have hoped he actually had something under that yeah. for the filming of it. So I would hope <laughs> so. Well, that's also a testament to the natural, you know, ability of these actors. Like we're wondering, is this really happening in real time? <laughs> where like he his towel accidentally dropped and they're really reacting, or are they just uh, reacting to what they're supposed to? But they're so natural at it. It's like that's what's fun about watching these shows. And plus, I like that you feel like a camaraderie between. The actors, too. I feel like they're all friends. They hang out. You know, of course, they're obviously probably getting to know each other. And, you know, as audience members, we're getting to know them. But I like that it feels like they're having fun. Right. You know, they're joking around. They're having fun. It's a funny show. Yeah, there's some racial and sexual comments. But I I personally am not offended by that. (laughs) I totally agree with you, Jen. I feel like you're watching a Seth MacFarlane show. Know what you're getting into. Plus... They're make the the racist things. For example, they say they're not. They don't seriously think those things. Like and it's a joke to about people who are ignorant and think those things. Like it's funny that you right. would think that way. Yeah. Like That's and the joke. especially the fact that it's the dads that are doing it because it's an older mentality. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in those times yep. would make those kinds of comments, and it was completely inappropriate, absurd. And who cares really about the differences? But like they would say it like. Oh, those whatever is like. I mean, hence why I even named myself Jen the Jew because yeah. it's that ridiculous. She did name herself that, folks. Actually, a friend of mine did, and she would like credit for it, and she gets it. And um, we call her Jen the Jew or JTJ. Right. That's original. It is, and I yeah. couldn't be like. I'm so not a religious person. It's more just funny because people are like, "So what are you?" It sounds yeah. What are I'm you? Like I'm I'm a human being. I think I'm pretty <laughs> sure last time I checked, just just what you are. But I also, my religion is Jewish. Mm-hmm. Does that make me a crazy man? I don't know. But <laughs> I'm somebody that speaks in sounds. Maybe. Yes. But I live for stereotypes because I think there's so much humor in them. I agree. Well, that, and you also got to realize stereotypes are a true representation of how people view society. You know? Exactly. A lot of times, whether you think it or not, when you go somewhere and see certain things in your head, you may be thinking something about... You're judging. You're, yeah. You're, you're judging, judging me with your judgy eyes. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Or profiling. You know, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. And we all do it. And I think that's that's the thing I love about McFarlane, is he'll take these stereotypes that everyone in here is guilty of, right. and he'll expose it. So He's honest it, about it. And, and yeah. that's what makes you laugh. And I am sorry, but if you watch the show and you're tuning in now, do not tell me you didn't laugh at stuff that was like inappropriate you laughed you of course you laughed oh my god veronica i can't even when they're like okay so we need you to dress in like anime because we're meeting (laughs) with asian investors that was one of my favorite parts i died i honestly when she came out first of all i love brenda song we're used to seeing her on this the sweet life of zach and cody on disney channel i wondered where she was from i I, love her okay i I have seen that that show because i take care of children for a living so it's not that i watch that show okay and hold on people trust you with kids you know what kevin yeah Yeah. i'm sorry go ahead Um, they do 
Mm-hmm. You better believe it. <laughs> and the, Brenda's song is very – she's very, like, comical. She's got really, like, um, fierce comedic timing. And it was fun to see that come out. When she came out in the little sailor outfit and Giovanni Ribisi said, hello, kitty, I died. So good. I mean, that was so good. And then – the meeting. Let's talk about the meeting. Oh. Okay, I think this was. Uh, I said that the the scene in the restaurant was one of my favorite scenes, but this was my other one when they're trying to pitch the Kill Hitler video game right. to the, which the, was absurd just to begin with. The title hit off. Oh, what? Oh, did you? Did Jen? The dude? Did you like when they impaled him with a um, a menorah? A menorah. Yes. And he said. What did he say? What was the line? I forgot. <sighs> it was so good though. Oh, yeah. what the heil? <laughs> <laughs> what the heil? I, that was funny. I think the whole thing was hysterical. But honestly, like, going back to, like, the stereotypes and, like, people saying it's racist, A, don't watch it if it's not for you. Um, But B, you're probably the one who thinks those thoughts for real. Because if it makes you uncomfortable, check yourself. It is racist. It is racist. But they're making a joke about it. They're not serious. It's not like an ABC family drama where they're like, it's bad if you don't talk to the black person or whatever. It's not (laughs) malicious. It's literally just them designating people as certain things making fun of people who think those things seriously right if you don't get that turn the show don't turn the show off you should keep watching but it just like let <laughs> just don't take it laugh. serious right. right come on it's not it's meant for, to be get yourself a sense of humor and come back later clearly but um one of the dads said that actually in the- i think oh yeah he totally did he, at he the end it, it was the, an endearing yeah, moment it was oh, i love that we'll get there we'll yeah get there. the um <laughs> so eli and warner they they're running this video game uh, business and the the point of the episode is they're trying to get like they need a game and right. they need you know um and they and they need to sell this game to the to the Chinese businessmen which they end up doing but speaking of videos and games and internet and things of technological being iTunes yes we yes. want you to go on iTunes and rate and comment and tell a friend keep the conversation going we are here to talk about shows that we like and you guys are watching and you probably want to talk about it too. So keep the conversation going. Rate and comment. Let us know. Tweet us. And while you're on iTunes, speaking of which, why don't you go, if you like funny, which I'm assuming you do if you watch the show, go and get Serial Buddies, which is a hilarious film with Marina. Marina. (laughs) That's that's her hybrid name, Marina. That is. That's that's the nickname that I call her. Um, That sounded weird. But anyways, (laughs) Maria Menounos, all right? Um, She's in it, stars in it. Also, Christopher Lloyd, we all love him. Doc. um, Kathy Lee. Kathy Lee mm-hmm. is in there. Pretty much any and everyone the Fonz you can narrates, think. The, right? the, the huh? The Fonz doesn't he like narrate? Yeah, he narrates. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and the Fonz narrates. I mean, what? Come on, this what? is this is like the dream team of of, of comedic actors. What so. more could you want? Really? So it's available to buy on DVD. On DVD, video at, on demand. Mm-hmm. On demand, iTunes, iTunes. You can get it at Target. You can. I mean, there's like where it's all over the place. There's Bing no it. excuse. Bing it, and you'll find it. Bing you'll it, find it, and you'll find it. I like that. So hashtag that. Rate and comment on iTunes, and while you're there, just pick up a copy of Serial Buddies. Please. It's a way to go. You won't be sorry. Keep the laughter going after Dad's. Um, (laughs) You know what I thought was funny? Back to Dad's. Uh, The last scene, again, was super funny with the the phone um, when Brenda Song's character, Veronica, came back in and said, well, I got us the deal because the creepy Chinese businessman sent me a picture of his tiny little <laughs> penis and I told him I would spread it all over the internet if they didn't 
make a deal and they did so whatever and then they start looking <gasps> then they all go all right let's see it and they all start I looking. love that they wanted to see it cuz I would have been. Oh, everyone would be like, I don't care, yeah. guy or girl. What? Come on, male yes. or female? Yeah, definitely. I would oh, have yeah. checked oh, it out. Yeah, okay, you know, good. and sorry, curiosity was like through the roof at that point, dude. Yeah. And then the comments. They're it descriptives lo- for it. it oh looks my like, man, it looked like a tidy fireman with a helmet, <laughs> <laughs> or like a little worm in a forest. Uh, no, it was like a, or a something grab. you get out of a uh, something you pick out, out of a salad. salad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I mean, dying. And wow. I, I really, honestly. Oh, and then, and then, um. Seth Green, did you notice he enlarged it and then went, oh, yeah, because he couldn't see. So he <laughs> went like this to the phone and spread his fingers to make the picture bigger. And then he went, oh, <laughs> I mean, just the little things. I guarantee you there was improv. Yeah, oh, yeah. Probably, like, just scary. say whatever comes to your mind as if you were seeing a tiny penis. I mean, so funny. And it was obviously a bonding moment between all the guys. I know. Like they had all their differences the whole episode and like right. why they didn't get along and so on and so forth. And it almost lost the deal. But that brought them together. The it fact did. that they Are got going to cry. I'm no. Do I sound like an yeah. echo? I don't know. You that are getting emotional. That, she I was went, gonna, but that brought them together. There's okay, nothing Jen, like a you. small penis that can bring together a Jen really is. You. She cries when she sees small penis. I do. Everyone, sorry. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. You don't laugh, fun. Marissa. Marissa's laughing. your ex-boyfriend's watching this and <gasps> feels that you're... And he is an ex for a reason. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and moving on. That was a funny scene. I like that. I think I know. I keep saying this. I think that was my favorite part one. I still really love going back to Brenda's song and her like yeah. funny character. Her- <laughs> Can we all do her laugh? Ready? <laughs> no, Kevin. You I, I, I don't feel. It's a female. Yeah. Um, I thought overall it was great. It did feel like a pilot episode to me. That's fine. Friends was like that. Seinfeld was like that. You got to get to know him. Yeah. I have a little inside knowledge on the second episode. And let me just say. Ooh, it looks so funny. I will say that. The let me just say, without giving anything away, it's. I mean, I'm not saying that it's really funny, but I'm saying that it's really funny. Like you already saw it. <laughs> so I'm just saying, make sure to tune in for the second episode because you really feel like um, they start to gel really well. And uh, Seth MacFarlane's humor comes out. It's all very funny. But this, to me, I was so glad. I've been waiting for the show. I've been anticipating it. I thought all the acting was really great. It's nice to see new faces like Vanessa, um, Camilla's character, playing Camilla, and Giovanni back on TV, Seth Green, hilarious. And then you've got the season actors. Brenda Song's great. I loved it. Can't wait to see more. You guys? I can't wait. The preview, especially the lead into the preview, where it was like, we're doing what no other like pilot or sitcom has done before. We are coming back for a second episode, like saying they're not canceled. Yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, genius to call that out because a all of the press surrounding yeah. it, um, and things do get canceled. Like, right. I know, you know, but like that's split. you know, and I think that's why that's what makes it funny because they make fun of real life situations exactly. that calling other people, people don't want to address. And like, yeah, they may get canceled, but it's funny that they would even that they're highlight. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of the critics and getting canceled, which is not going to happen. Let's get into some news and gossip because I've got some. After TV news. Okay. Well, so the critics, you know, they're kind of ripping it apart a little bit, but these are just people's opinions. And like we said, they can change and the show can get a little different. So the Hollywood gossip.com is saying dad's premiere could be the most racist thing ever, which I totally don't agree with. I think that's very over exaggerated, but um, if they're saying the best thing that you could say about this sitcom is it depicts equal opportunity racism. 
And it just goes on to say that it was pretty harsh on the a- Asian race, but then it kind of leveled the playing field out by making a joke about Latino women being maids. They predict that there won't be more than two episodes. Ouch. I don't agree. I think they're Apparently just... these are conservative writers well, and not yeah. liberals. Well, right. then also, so then the HuffPostTV.com is saying that it's not really feeling like they're so offended by the racist and sexual comments, but they feel like they just don't feel enough Seth MacFarlane in there. That they they expect the crude humor, but they feel like it's just he hasn't had like that much of a role in in the show, and they want it. They want to see it more, and that they feel like it's just uh, to quote them. Not uh, they said. Well, you know, I'm not seeing the quote. Oh, it's 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 parental abuse, and they just don't think it's funny. Like it's funny enough. It's not Seth MacFarlane enough. And Weird. They also pointed out that at the TCAs, at the um, the Television Critics uh, Association, the little interviews that they do in Beverly Hills, like right before the shows come mm-hmm. out, that he wasn't there. So they feel like, you know, all his colleagues were there and Seth wasn't there. And they feel like that's kind of telling. Like, really, is he not really that involved? I don't know about that. I feel like that he is. And furthermore, I have some gossip about him that people are saying um, they wonder if this is going to affect the success of his movies. And I, I personally don't think it will, but they're saying that, uh, he has a lot more creative control than most directors when he shoots a film and that a 22 minute multicam sitcom, you've got a lot of parameters that you have to follow. And also that's, advertisers. Uh, right. And so, right. and so it's harder for him to, you know, this, the HuffPost TV was saying they don't feel like he's in there enough. Well, you've got, you've got a lot of parameters to stay inside of when you're shooting a 22 minute sitcom. It's yeah. not Ted. You can't just do whatever right. the hell you want. Um, it's very restrictive and, you know, they don't predict that will affect his films because he's got a couple films coming out one's called a million ways to die in the west that's out in may and then ted 2 due to hit theaters Can't april two, 2015 i don't oh. know i love ted but i don't know if we really i love me like kunis but. yeah and also um so you know like we said if you remember seth got horrible reviews doing the oscars and um it was actually one of the highest rated telecasts in years and dad the dad's pilot drew in 5.6 million viewers so i don't know if these people could be wrong keep tuning in but you know what i think because of the things that you said are the reasons why people keep watching it you know yeah. They're curious. Uh, that's to see. They're, they're curious, curious to see. You know, Keep with being the Oscars, curious. they were that's curious. Right. You may have pan him all you want, but you tuned in because you were just as much. You never curious know what he's going to do. Everyone, right. Exactly. Well, speaking of what's going to happen, predictions. Ooh. Now you're after Buzz TV predictions. All right. Gosh, you know, I it's I'm cheating if I predict. Um, Jen the Jew, what do you predict is going to happen? I predict that it's going to be a hysterical, a hilarious episode because mm-hmm. the previews were hysterical as is. I mean, I hope that the, it, they didn't give away too much with all of the scenes of them eating like pop brownies and like Warner is in the fridge and then, you know, they're doing like weird yoga poses and they're doing crazy things. I don't even care what the rest of the episode is about. I'm just psyched to see that because it looks okay. hysterical. It had a little bit of a Ted feeling to it. Yeah. The debauchery, really. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I think that this, you know, if you thought the pilot was, you know, I guess crude or offensive, I mean, keep you in mind, that was the, just the pilot. Yeah. So now with the second episode, now that we've already introduced all the characters and took the time to do all that, now I think is where they're going to take it up a notch. Be prepared for something. And some. I agree. I think we're going to see Camilla's character get, wear the pants a little more. Like Ooh, a classic like sitcom yes. mom. Wife. Okay, thanks so much for watching, guys. Tune in next week, please, for the episode two. It's going to be good. You don't want to miss it. I am your host, Lauren Leonelli. You can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and my website. And I'm Kevin John. You can find me on Twitter at HeyKevinJohn, Facebook, Instagram, and 
at a bar after 11 o'clock in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. And I'm Jennifer Golden. You can find me on all the social media sites, either as Jennifer Golden or Jen the Jew. Try both. All right. See you next week. Big Papa. What? From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Take that right, food. True. Buzz, you later. And watch a movie in the jacuzzi. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners. Throw your hands in the air if you're a true player.